Welcome to another episode of Ordinary to Extraordinary, episode 142. I have a guest with me today, Miss Emma Cameron, and we decided to record on an argument that we had, or heated discussion, slash just normal discussion for us, on text the other day, about the difference that I believe is expectations and standards, so the difference between them both why I don't have expectations of people and why Emma thinks you have to have expectations of people. And it was interesting to say the least, interesting for me. We also had some tangents, talked a lot about dating, not each other, but in general, uh, what expectations you can have when you show up to date versus not having expectations and why some might be healthy and some might not be healthy. Talked about the conflict that can arise from expectations and standards as well. So. We're going to get to the episode, episode 142. Here we go. Are you comfortable? I'm comfortable. Have you recorded before? No. So this is unpopping your cherry? Yes. So to speak. Exactly. How are you feeling? I'm feeling fine. Look at your notes. You've written a novel. You're not <laughs> allowed to read to us. No, I'm not going to read. But I'm going to definitely... This is what I pulled from that book. That, I, that I've been reading. So you're regurgitating someone else's nonsense? No, I'm, <laughs> I am repeat, I am taking what I learned from her words and putting them into my own. Okay. And that's why, I, that's why it sparked me that whole, that whole, um, you know, the post that I put on social media. That's what brought me that's to this. So was that a quote or did you write that yourself? It was a quote and I put it in quotations. Okay. And I cited her. But now, since I'm doing the 75 hard, I, you have to read a book that's, you know, self-help, self-improving. I don't really like any of those kind of books. I think that they're kind of nonsense. But this one <laughs> is, is about all of that. It's about the nonsense. And she's putting it into her own words and saying, that's bad advice. Let's get real. I think you consider the source. Some of it is nonsense. Yeah. Like Grant Cardone, that guy can go fuck himself. Yeah. He's a moron. Well, that's what she says in her book. She's like, a lot of them are telling you that you're already doing really well in your life and you're just kind of trying to improve some things. Mm -hmm. And so this book is you are down in the dumps and things suck and this is reality. So what are we going to do with that and how are we going to improve your life? Interesting. We've been recording, by the way. Oh, a we sneaky, have? A sneaky oh. recorded. Oh. So that's probably is, the best way to do it. That's how we start. You just don't <laughs> tell someone. So Ben and I always knew I was recording, and then we'd tell, some, tell guests, and they're like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. And it works that, that way. It's that natural. That way you don't miss anything good. So we just did a good two-minute conversation. But cool. now we got to frame this stuff. Um, so I have a guest today, guest host, if Hello. you didn't already figure that out. Mm -hmm. Her name is Emma, and I guess I'll start by saying yes, that Emma. Um, <laughs> oh, oh yeah, been, I've been on here before, huh? You've been discussed a few <laughs> times. Um and we had a heated text discussion this week uh -huh. over a post that you made on social media. Okay, but what do you say is heated? It was heated. Okay. You were mad. <laughs> I was upset. You yes. have to respect my... No. What was it you said? Pull that I, text up. I just thought that you weren't... We always have these conversations and we're pretty good about it, okay? We've always been able to go back and forth and say, yes, I respect that. No, I don't. You Wait, know? are you saying that we can have civil discourse and yes. not hate each other afterwards? Yes. I mean, we went on vacation together. I think that says a lot about how we can deal with 
Let me are find nonsense. What okay, you said. here. You have to. It wasn't you have to. <laughs> there, I, w I expect you to understand my feelings on this. And I put expect because I was using it as an expectation. But I, that's what brought us here. So why don't you tell them what we plan on talking about? All right. So we're going to talk about expectations versus standards and why they're different. Yes. At least that's what I believe. Sure. And I do agree with you. And I do believe that I jumped the gun on saying, no, they're not completely different. I can agree, though, that they have different, like you use them in different contexts, but I still think that they can be interchangeable. And I still think that everyone should have both. Of themselves. Yeah. I don't think I, you should have expectations of other people, which was where we started on the discourse. Sure. Because you say you don't have expectations in other people other than yourself. Mm -hmm. And I disagree with that. I yeah. think that everyone should have expectations for no matter what scenario person you have in your life. Yeah. Because I believe it correlates with standards. So let me start. And obviously you get to rebut any of this. Sure. But I want to start with my belief system, why I'm there, how I'm there, and why I was somewhat, I wasn't triggered, but I read your post and went, hmm, mm -hmm. I'm intrigued by this, I think, is that what I said to you? Mm -hmm. What What was the post? Read the quote first. I think that's probably good to start and give context. Put it away, but I have it here. Yeah, well, I was reading the book when I posted this and it really just stuck out to me. I mean, it, I just loved it. So this, so what it was is the disappointment you feel in the moment, in that moment is not just a sign of unmet expectation. It's an alarm that you're not getting what you need. And what was it that you disagreed with. I think I said something along the lines of this intrigues me yeah. because I don't have expectations of other people so I can't sure. have unmet expectations. Sure. But when people don't meet standards then that can be disappointing because you hope they meet the standards you don't expect them to meet the standard. That's kind of where I come from. Okay. So the difference for me is when I have an expectation it's of myself. So yeah. I set standards in my life, right? Whether it be the people that are in my life people I work with, here are the standards for you to be in my circle. Okay. And that sounds kind of pretentious, but that's where it's at. This is my circle. For you to play in this circle, you have to meet these standards. I don't expect you to do that because if I expect you to do it and you don't do it, I'll be disappointed. Okay. But here's the deal. You don't meet those standards. I expect myself to police those standards and not let you in my circle. Okay. So the expectation is always of me, not of other people. Okay. And the reason I do that is when I had expectations of people when I was younger, because I'm 40 now, I'm old as fuck. Um, <laughs> we all know this. <laughs> <laughs> but in my younger life, I had expectations of people and I found mm -hmm. that more often than not, I was disappointed because the expectations I had of them exceeded what they met, what yeah. they thought was the minimum to me. Yeah. So... When I differentiate between standards and expectations, it's I can have an expectation of how I react and how I deal with situations 
I can't have that expectation of other people. Yeah. I can have standards that I ex- that I expect myself to police, but and I'm using expectations and standards in the same sense. That's sentences, what I'm saying. By the way, which is why I don't believe they're interchangeable. <laughs> so if I said I have standards and they have to meet those standards and I have to police those standards, it's it's not the same. So I think Ben and I have talked about this often where he'll use a word and I'm like, you're using that word out of context. Yeah. That's like the acceptable meaning of it in social culture, but it's not what it actually means. And that happens a lot. And I'm kind of a grammar Nazi and point that kind of shit out. Yeah. Okay. But what is a, what is a standard that you hold to people? What's an example that you would say for someone to be in your circle, what is this standard that I hold for everyone? Well, it's different depending on the circle. So I will say within a work setting, within a mm-hmm. professional setting, you can set expectations. When there's a transaction happening, you okay, can set like a expectations. Time frame. Yeah, That's so what you're thinking. Your expectation is when you go on Amazon and you order something and it's prime, yeah. it's with you within two days. Right. That's a reasonable expectation because it's a standard they set, right? So you can have that expectation there's a transaction. Yeah. But when there's not a transaction, I don't think you can hold anybody to an expectation you have unless you guys have come to those expectations together. Here's the expectation of each other. We've had an explicit discussion on this. The standard is that you meet, or sorry, the expectation is you meet this standard. But when you have expectations of people without the discussion, Mm -hmm. That's where you fall. You set yourself up for failure, in my opinion. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of word of standard and expectation in what you just said, and I get it. I get that like expectation can be like a time frame or a future event that you're thinking of. I am expecting this to go well, or I am expecting this to happen on this date. But I feel like if you have standards, you have expectations. They like they come together they they will always be something so i feel like if you're gonna hold even like an example of like a dating life you're dating people you have a you have these standards i want someone who finds you know crude humor hilarious or i want someone who wants to travel i want someone who takes care of themselves and is gonna go to the gym at least three times a week that's a standard that you have in someone that you want to be dating in your life. But it's also an expectation. Like, you're not going to go out on a date and have no expectations. I just don't think that that's reasonable. I think that it's human nature for someone to have expectations, no matter if they're dealing with a person, you know, or a life experience. And so if you go out on this date with no expectations, like, oh, I don't plan on going home with them, or I don't plan on this going really great because it's a blind date. But you're still expecting like, oh, I, you know, I expect to hopefully have a good time or I expect to maybe talk to this person again afterwards. I feel like it's always going to be there. And so when you told me you didn't have expectations in others, I just don't think that that's naturally like humans are naturally apted to do something like that, to have that feeling. But that's the concession I was I was going to get to eventually but since you've touched on it i understand that my my world is different my view on it is very different to 99.99999% of humans because of experiences experiences and just 
stubbornness. You 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 <laughs> say that self help books are nonsense. I've read and listened to hundreds of them. Yeah. And I'm I'm very picky about what I think is good and what I think is not. And sure. often I get three or four chapters into one and toss it. Yeah. Um, that being said, a huge part of improving yourself is mindset, right, and yeah. attitude. Mm-hmm. So what I've done over the last 10 years specifically is improve my mindset on a day-to-day basis and improve my attitude on a day-to-day basis because I can control both of those things. Yeah. And it's not to say that I don't ever have a bad mindset or a bad attitude. It's just mm-hmm. that it's like a fuel tank and they get low and you have to top them up by doing other things in your life whether that be taking a vacation getting back to your routine realizing that you've been eating like an asshole for the last three months and you're like oh i'm 20 pounds heavier than i was three months ago i better do something about that and instantly you get that better mindset better attitude what i'd stay away from is motivation i don't believe in motivation per se i think some days you wake up motivated and other days you wake up not motivated yeah and if you rely on motivation you're going to set yourself up for failure as well. Yeah. So what I try and do is build habits and pathways both mentally and physically triggers that this is the time to do that. This mm-hmm. is when this happens, I'm going to be in this location taking care of business, right? So I 100% acknowledge that what I'm saying might sound completely alien to people. But when I told you in the text messages I don't have expectations of other people. Your response was, that's wrong. And I'm like, no, right. it's not wrong. I know. It's yeah. different. Yes. And it's very different to most people. And it's yeah. alien to a lot of people. And that's why I tried to explain my differentiation between standards and expectations. Mm-hmm. And why expectations are a personal thing for me. And standards are what you set for other people. You can meet these standards or not meet these standards. I don't care. If you don't, will I be disappointed? Maybe. If you do, will I be surprised and happy? Absolutely. I feel like both of those words, though, can come on a personal level and a social level. Mm-hmm. So there's social standards. You're not supposed to walk around naked or poop in someone else's yard. I you know why. <laughs> I mean, that's just like... We'll go save the window. Like a, You'll see some of that. It's like a bubble. <laughs> Everyone, it's like following the law and like these social standards and expectations that the world has on Also, people. meth changes those rules. Yeah, well, I mean, that's a different mindset. But I'm just saying, like, you're obviously not on meth, so you are very coherent about what your actions are and what you say. And I feel like you, and like you said, it depends on where you're at in my life, you know? I will not have a lot of expectations in you if I barely know you and there's not, you know, I don't need to set these standards for you to be in my circle. Or if you're really close to me, I kind of already know who you are and you've met those standards or expectations in my life. But I feel like if you don't have both within your social circle and your personal, no matter what situation you are, I just feel like it leads to that saying where like expectations lead to disappointments. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's just that's nonsense. I think that that's stupid. I think that having expectations is good because of that quote. If you don't have expectations, then you don't know what you need. And you're losing out on what you can learn from a situation. And I feel like you've got to have both. And it's hard for me still to even say both because I feel like there are moments where they just make sense to me that they're the same. I have, like, I expect this person to be respectful to me in our loving relationship it's the same as i have a standard for all of my partners to 
be respectful. And so I feel like, yes, one is like a time frame and one is a level, but I feel like that they can be interchangeable at times. But I feel like if you don't have both, it just isn't correct. I mean, you, you have both all the time, no matter what. And if you're trying to erase that moment of having expectations, I feel like you are losing out. Like you, you should have those expectations and whatever. Like I'm going to drive here from Portland. I expect to get there in five hours. You know, that's like a goal. You're setting yourself up for that time frame, and it works for you. And if you don't, okay, well, what happened? Why didn't I make it there in five hours? You're not doing thing. 110 the whole way? <laughs> yeah, that's true. six hours? <laughs> <laughs> There's a few cities you can't do that through, but you could do that for most of it. Trust me. I've done it once, <laughs> and I was hauling. Uh, I lived in Portland, so I went there a lot from Spokane to Portland. But I'm just saying that like, it's important to have both. Yep. And I'm not here to change your mind about it, but I think that, okay, we're both single, you know, yes, you are 10 years older than me, but we have dated. We have been through situations um, and we've learned from it. And I feel like with that experience, we should be holding expectations in all parts of our lives. It doesn't even just have to be dating. I still think it's a misapplication of the word. And we can probably, it's semantics to yeah. some. No, sure. But I pulled up both definitions, right? Right, right. So totally different. And I remember saying this to you and you were like, I have looked them up. And I'm like, I, know. I don't know if you have. I well. did. <laughs> I, I did see the difference in them. It's yeah. just like, I see them as a whole. Yeah. So an expectation, and this is, this is for listeners, if you haven't already looked up the definitions, a strong belief that something will happen or be the case in the future. Sure. Right? Mm. And I think the important word there is belief, as opposed to standard, a level of quality or attainment, right? Now, I think when you have an expectation, an expectation has a deadline. An expectation sure. is of myself, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lose 10 pounds in three months. Yeah. That's a low goal, right? That's that's my expectation sure. of myself, and the way the way I'm wired is I go to the end and I go, what does losing ten pounds in three months look like? Mm-hmm. What does the activity level look like? What does the diet look like? What do the other parts look like? What lifestyle changes do I have to make? I.e., do I get to bed early? Do I wake up earlier? How do I fit these things that I have to do in? What can I do where I'm not having lunch meetings anymore? I'm having coffee meetings with people. Things like that. Yeah. Right. So not everybody goes to the end and reverse engineers. So that's where I think the belief part comes in. Belief is that you should do this. You will do this. That's what an expectation is. Whereas a standard is to do you this. You should do this. To you do this, will do this. You have to do this, right? Yeah. So it's not you should. It's like in order to be here, you have to do this. You have to meet these standards. Yeah. As opposed to, hey, my expectation is that you do this and I'll be disappointed if you don't, yeah. right? And since you've used dating as the, the standard, I'll, I've got multiple stories of people that I've pursued for a while. Like, they're cool. I've spent time with them in a non-intimate setting. Yeah. And then you spend time with them on their own. You're like, oh, fuck this. <laughs> like, wow, you are not who you portray yourself to be, right? Yeah. 
they didn't meet my standards. Now, I went in with a, a hope that they were that person, but I didn't go in with an expectation that that's who they were. Spending yeah. the time with them one-on-one is a litmus test, right? Mm-hmm. But if I had expectations, I'd have been much more invested and much more disappointed when I realized, shit, you, you're a shit show. Like, yeah. you, you're not somebody I want to be with. You look great, but no. Right? I think both of those come off of belief still, though. Like, you can find, it's just like morals. Oh, I have morals. Like, I'm not going to sleep with this guy on the first date. Or, you know, I believe in sex after marriage or whatever that moral is. That's an experience. I hope or believe in sex after marriage. <laughs> or before. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying that there's a belief in both of those. You didn't get to that moment where you have that level of standards and expectations and people and things just out of nowhere. It was out of an experience or a family member or a belief that you grew up having in your life. And whether that be from religion or from political views or any of that, that's all a standard and it comes from an experience, which is a belief that you have. Like not everyone believes that we should not argue with our friends or not everyone believes that, you know, green is their favorite color just because that background is green. But I'm just, I'm saying that it, it comes, I think that they both come from a belief, from what you think is right and wrong compared to someone else expectations and standards are personal and and social and it just depends on where you're at personally or your environment Mm -hmm. and i'll say as well i know you've already touched on this i'm not coming at this to try and change your mind or anybody else's mind yeah we said that before we uh we're here to share our experiences and our thoughts um there is a there's an interesting crossover topic slash conversation mm-hmm. with us as well and it's I think it goes hand in hand with boundaries yeah so once if you're going to talk expectation standards is that because of what I posted about boundaries the other day I did notice you said something about boundaries but I don't know that that's what triggered this thought because oh, okay. it literally is spontaneous sitting here sure um, I think you've got your notes I tend to do this a lot where I preamble in my mind and talk to myself in my car as I'm driving yeah. and sort of build out thoughts and then expand on them here but boundaries play into this because i think and this is where i'm about to throw expectation standards and boundaries all into like a timeline yeah i feel like if i have expectations of someone going into something right let's say the expectation is we're going to meet for dinner this is our first date and then it's three dates later and that person has got to the point that you're like okay they've either bullshitted their way to this point or they're legitimately cool. Mm-hmm. I want to spend more time with them and it blossoms, right? So at that point, hopefully, from your expectations, and this is you, by the way, I'm talking about people that have expectations sure. of others. Mm-hmm. At that point, if they haven't already, they've got to set standards. Hey, if we're going to do this, here are the standards. Sure. Not expectations. Right. The standards. Right. I need A, B, and C. Tell right. me what you need. Let's see if that meshes. Sure. And then... You set boundaries, right? So if you, let's, for instance, you meet someone in the gamble six nights a week and you're mm-hmm. like, ah, I'm not cool with that. Yeah. You're really cool. Love what you've got going. That's not something I want to be party to, right? Yeah. 
So the boundary can be you don't gamble anymore. That's more of an ultimatum as opposed to, yeah. well, let's do that on occasion. Don't make that as big a part of your life. Like, I want to yeah. be part of your life and I don't want to be at the casino every night. I don't want to be at the bookies, whatever it is. I don't know why gambling came to mind. I think it's because I'm going to the casino tonight. Um, but I'm going for dinner. I'm not going for <laughs> And if I was going for gambling, it's none of anybody's business. But, um, but so there's, a, there's a, a situation where expectations lead to standards and standards lead to boundaries. And then within the standards and boundaries, that's where the future of that relationship is decided, not with the expectations at the start, but with the standards and the boundaries that people set. Yeah. And I think there is a solid differentiation for me at least why coming into it, I have zero expectations. You can surprise sure. me by being awesome. Sure. Or you can be neutral and I'm like, meh. Or you can be terrible and I'm like, deuces, bye, yeah. out. But I, th yes, and I agree with you, <laughs> but I just don't think that someone can go into something without expectations. Like I it feel like it's a, for sure. it's like a natural thing in your mind that you're like, well, I mean, you're expecting to go out on a date and have a good time. You know, you're not saying like, well, I'm just going to go into this open-minded and whatever the fuck happens, happens. I just don't think that that's. That's exactly what I do. <laughs> I guess you're a different breed, Stephen Brown. <laughs> See, this is where when Ben was sitting across from me often, he'd go, oh, you're just so fucking special. And it's like, no, that's no. not what I'm saying. And I think that it's you're just right. I worked on myself. It and it totally depends on everyone. I just think that, like, as a, as a majority, it is very common for everyone to have that feeling, that notion. Like, I'm expecting, like, when I was a coordinator for the YWCA, I expected that all those events were going to bring in a lot of money and it was going to be successful. And the the level of standards that I had for an event like that was very high. And the people that I dealt with, I held them up to a very high, you know, standard. And it's so it's like it follows through. I get how both of them you know, are different but work together. But I just feel like there's oh, there's not one or the other. I feel like it's always both. And I feel that you bringing up boundaries is the same thing because I just posted this the other day and it says, love yourself enough to set boundaries. Your time and energy are precious. You get to choose how you use it. You teach people how to treat you by deciding what you will and won't accept. And it's true. And I that exactly that last part of what you will and won't accept, that is standards right there. That's what you are setting up for yourself. And if someone doesn't meet that or they are bringing negativity into your life, then it's just not worth it. The expectation of yourself is you boot them out. That's yes. where my, my theory plays sure. in. Sure. I mean, and so I think, yeah, that's totally correct. I have a thought. Okay. And I actually feel like my zero expectation rule mm -hmm. leads to much less conflict and but that's here's, the same here's thing. why okay again we'll use dating you show up and i show up you watch sex in the city so you've got the three date rule oh, okay. i show up expecting to give you a few drinks and have sex that night <laughs> okay one or both of us is going to be disappointed this sounds very real <laughs> yeah one or both of us is going to be disappointed because uh -huh. right? yes. either you're going to you're going to drop your standards to meet my expectations or I'm going to go home thinking no I think both I of you I wanted to you didn't what the 
is but wrong that's okay kind of but it leads to conflict resentment and those things and that's that's a that's one example i think that's emotional intelligence yeah but i think there's also another another and you you mentioned leading the ymca i think i want to go again i mentioned that when there's a transaction also if you're working for someone when when there's when you're being paid to do something mm-hmm. i can have an expectation of you yeah it's not a standard at that point it's an expectation and if you have to meet the minimum expectations just to stay in order to get praise you have to exceed the minimum expectations yeah. of what your role is yeah. so i when, love what you just said though like what you just said about this person's going to this date hoping to get something. This woman's going into this date to do the three rule, date rule. I don't even know what that it's is. It's all I'm, games and manipulation and bullshit. So, but, okay, well, yeah. both of them are games and manipulation. Yeah. But they know going into that date what they need. Okay, so they have expectations of that date. And if they aren't met, then they know that that's not what they need. So that disappointment leads to something better. Okay, I'm never going to go out with this person again. So <laughs> cross them off my list, and I'm going going to go on to my next date. And if they don't meet my expectations or what I need right now, no matter if that's sex or a coffee date, if they disappoint that or if they don't meet that expectation, then I'm out. And so you move on. And I think that you're right. It can lead to resentment and it can lead to anger. But that's... That's a whole nother subject. That's they're fighting with something exactly. that's way internal. And there's that emotional intelligence. They they lack it. So if you have a mindset where you're like, I know what I need. I've been through hell. I've been through it before. This isn't going to work for me if it's not this way. Then that's fine. Then that person doesn't work for you and you go on. It's the same thing with a job. If this job is not meeting what I need in life right now, I'm working hours and I'm so tired and I don't get to spend time with my family, then you need to maybe go somewhere else and move on. And I feel like those disappointments and those negative feelings always lead to something better because you're learning from that experience. So now, same scenario. Okay. And I'm going to give it from my perspective as opposed to a female's perspective. Okay. But if you can condition your mind to not have expectations of someone, right? So every first date I've gone on. Yeah. Zero expectations. I don't know what they're going to be wearing. I don't know what they're going to be sure. interested in. I don't know if I'm going to be here for an hour and duck out. I don't know if this is going to turn into one of those three o'clock in the morning random Tuesday nights out in Spokane sure. where you tell people about it for years. So zero expectations. Right? Yeah. The expectations of myself are I show up. I'm honest. I present myself as well as I possibly can. Yeah. Without compromising myself. And I eat something good. That's yeah. the only expectations I have of myself on a date. Sure. And if they don't want to eat, I'm still going to eat. Sure. And I don't buy into the wait three days to text or whatever it is. That's don't, just bullshit. Like all of these games and social constructs that have been built set up unreasonable expectations of people. And that's yeah. why having none going into that, if she wants to wait three days, all right, if I have to hang out with you three times before we bang it out, then <laughs> so be it. And I'm sorry if that's crass. No, but I like it. <laughs> if I have zero expectations, uh-huh. I might not make it to the third one. Yeah. Or I might make it to 20. I might make it to 20 years. But by me not having any expectations, one, it kind of eliminates conflict, at least initiated by me and my expectations. But it also lets me skip the expectation part of the conversation straight to the standards. Yeah. You're essentially laying down standards at that point hey, I've done this in the past. Here's things that are red flags for me. Here's things I'm not. So 
I, that's just my outlook. Well, and I agree with you. I think that there are some things, especially like I'm starting a new job. I honestly have no expectations for this because honestly, I don't know a lot about it. And you can say the same thing about going out with someone on a date. You don't know a lot about them. Maybe you text them a few times before you played this date, but it's like you don't have to have a whole bunch of expectations. You go in and you figure it out. And then you realize, well, this isn't actually working for me. Then you're like, okay, well, then I don't need this. And obviously, I don't plan on doing that with my new job, but I'm <laughs> I'm not expecting to have like, I mean, it's not, I don't expect it to blow my mind. I don't really, or it might, like I don't have a lot of expectations. I know I'm going to learn and I'm going to grow from it and I'm going to figure things out as I go. And I feel like that that can be wherever you find yourself. But I just feel like that it's just like a natural thing. And even if it's, just an expectation that you have in yourself or with the whole scenario I feel like they're there because it's a natural thing and like you said you have it within yourself but I feel like if you were going out on a date and I know we keep going back to that but it's really easy to see yourself with that because it's it's human interaction that's where you're going to hold the most accountability towards people is with if with those scenarios and so I mean, if you are going into a situation that's new, you can have zero expectations because you don't know the person. But at some point, you're going to expect this person to do something that you're thinking of in your mind or that you have experienced before. Even if it's like someone like, oh, my best buddy set me up on this date and he told me she's a hoot. She's so funny. You know, she tells great jokes and she's so crass and you know she says penis or something you know it's like it's fun and you expect her to be that way it's the same thing was like i met this girl at the gym we're going on a date she's got a great booty like i expect her to look really good in jeans i feel like it's just a natural thing that's going through your mind all the time and to have simply no expectations is just hard I think there's a differentiation there as well. So that's not an expectation an expectation of someone. Yes. That's an expectation based on previous experience. Yeah. I.e., I know they've got a great butt, so it's going to look good. Sure. As opposed to, I expect you to behave this way yeah. in a situation that's predetermined. And yeah. I've been here, but you have not kind of thing. So... I don't think there's a right or wrong here. And like I said, I didn't come here to win no. an argument or... I just thought it was interesting and There's talk, talking to myself on these podcasts is getting old. So it's oh, like, I'm let's sure. put somebody else across, this, across from me again. Yeah. Well, there is a thing that I've made it known here and I feel like it can lead to what we were just talking about. But it, I put absolutes can lead to negative emotions, but be flexible. So I feel like you have standards in people and you have these expectations on how things are going to go and I feel like if you are so stuck in that groove and we see that today in so many different scenarios that people are so stuck in their groove that they don't listen to other people or that they're not willing to change the way they feel or how they act or you know how they take in something and I feel like if you are so stuck in that way that you're going to kind of live an unhappy life and I think that if you can be more flexible in listening to people and changing the way that you see things and understanding 
new sciences or new beliefs, you know, just being open-minded. That That's the word I'm looking for, open-minded. It really helps the way people see things. You just described what's going on in this country right now. I, yeah. Where 50% of but the I people believe say one that. thing and 50% <laughs> of the people believe another thing. Yeah. And the 50% that believe this thing, even if there is um, quantifiable evidence or empirical evidence that the other thing is right, they bury their head in the sand or yeah. because they put themselves in echo chambers and only look at certain news sources or different sources from the person across the aisle from them, they're not willing to even consider yeah. that the other person might have a point. And, and you know why? Because people are holding them to their expectation. People are saying, I expect you to be this doctor that knows what they're saying and so everyone's going to follow you. So we to a point that we agree that expectations of other people might be a negative thing? Yes, but I don't, <laughs> but I don't think it's because, but it's not affecting me. Like I, I can see that this group of people expects this person to act this way because they are the head of something or they are in the spotlight. But I feel like that person is not understanding that things can change. Like, I just think that it takes, I know it's hard being in the spotlight and I can imagine what a lot of people are going through today, but I just feel like everyone is so stuck in a way that they aren't willing to try something new or hear a different opinion and like, and knock off that expectation that people have in them, you know? And it's difficult. I mean, it's mm -hmm. we have this conversation a lot about what's going on in the world today. And you and I disagree with some of those things, but we still support each other within those things. And I mean, it's difficult, but I feel like to have people in your life and like the friendship that we have to be able to listen, to be able to learn and, you know, still smile at the end of the conversation, I think is a it's a big thing. Well, also not just say you're a fucking moron and how can you believe that yeah as opposed to well help me understand exactly talk to me about this help me understand your viewpoint here. i have a few questions for you what um what sources are you looking at in sure. order to form this opinion sure. have you mm -hmm. seen someone i haven't show me it yeah let's that's a discussion that's healthy right yeah and if the first thing you do is start talking about friggin chris cuomo or tucker carlson mm -hmm. or don lemon and all those clowns mm -hmm. and talking heads on tv yeah you lose credibility right away. Yeah. It's not to say that some of the things they talk about aren't factual. Mm -hmm. It's just they're going to find a way to spin it to go with what they believe, right? Mm -hmm. So what have you done over and above? Have you typed a question into Google? Because that's probably not a good idea either no. because that's curated yeah. based on algorithms of what you've looked at and who you talk to and what yeah. your friends vote. So maybe get DuckDuckGo on your phone, type the same question and watch the difference in the responses. I sound mm -hmm. like Joe fucking Rogan. Here. I know, this is um, no promotion. So, <laughs> <laughs> But no, it is a promotion. Stop using Google as, just, Seriously, as your main search Seriously, no, engine. that's so true. It's fine if you're just trying to find the population of sure. friggin' Bolivia or something like that. Or it's going to get you to the right answer right. quick. Okay, but if you're actually trying to form a factual opinion on something, Google is curated and it's terrible. It's horrible. And it's based Algorithms. on what you've looked at mm -hmm. and what your opinions already are. It's going to find the answer you want it to as opposed to the answer that's factual. Yeah. 
That's true for about 50% of the country. Yeah. The other 50% of the country are going to get the answer that they want you to see yeah. based on their politics. That's why a non-curated search engine like DuckDuckGo is so important. And net neutrality is so important. I don't know if you know about net neutrality. I just mm -mm. had a conversation with one of my partners about this this week where net neutrality is basically... Um, Google aren't for net neutrality, by the way. They're, they're against it. Oh, and well, the of course reason they being, are. <laughs> so what net neutrality really is in a nutshell, and most people thought net neutrality was just keeping porn sites available, but mm -hmm. it's way more than that. That's part of it. But when you do a search, let's say you search internet provider, mm -hmm. and there's four in your area. Yeah. Net neutrality stops internet companies from saying Comcast are tier one, they pay us a million dollars a week. Mm -hmm. CenturyLink is tier two, they pay us 500,000 a week. And this little local provider pays us nothing, so they're going to be hidden way down in the search. Yeah. They're not allowed to curate based on what Money. people pay them. Mm -hmm. They just have to say, here are all the providers. Yeah. That's net neutrality. But it's beyond just net providers, it's everything. So you're looking for a medical provider. Mm -hmm. Providence, big one in the area. They pay more than multi-care. Multi-care gets buried mm -hmm. because, and you don't ever see them in your search. So net neutrality is important. And we're way off on tangents now, but that's kind of what I do. Well, no, I don't. I mean, actually, it makes me want to think about, I feel like that what we're talking about can go back to what you brought up was boundaries. And I, I don't think that a lot of people have those. And they don't understand that those boundaries should relate to how you treat people and how it relates to what you allow in your own life. And... Right now, I, everyone is crossing those boundaries. Everyone is losing that side of respect that we should have for humankind. And it's, it's just all losing itself. We're just, and I really think that all the different social media platforms and the ability for us to get things now, now, now is really taking away from all of that. And it's also, it's curating people with their expectations and standards. Like it's all changing based off of what you see and not totally what you feel is best for yourself. You just made me think of something, the no, no, no culture. Mm. I miss the days of being able to send somebody a letter and sure. get, get a return maybe a week later, right? Totally. Because email is the fucking bane of my existence. People <laughs> live in their email. Yeah. I send an email, I've got a response in 10 seconds. Yeah. And it's like, what is wrong with you? Why are you sitting looking at your screen right now? You're supposed to be working. Well, it's not even that. They an get email it on their phone. Work. Or people send me an email and call me 10 minutes later, like, hey, I sent you an email. Have you seen yeah. that? Yeah, it's like, the worst. I'm in the car. I'm not yeah. fucking reading my email in the car. Yeah. I check email twice a day. Mm -hmm. And you can wait until I check it later. Yeah. Unless this is an emergency. Thanks for calling me. Is it an emergency? Yeah. Well, no, but. Well, no, but. Bye. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. And I, I've got my voicemail as well. That's the other thing. Voicemail and email. Don't leave me a voicemail. Yeah. Text <laughs> I want to put that in my voicemail. It is in my voicemail. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I guess you always pick up when I call you, so I don't ever have to leave your voicemail. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's in my voicemail. I literally say, if you want yeah. to get me now, text me. I might yeah. not listen to this for weeks. Yeah. <laughs> no, and I think a lot of people feel that way. I mean, they always say like, oh, you're a millennial and you don't pick up your phone or whatever. But I think that there, there's boundaries that people have and 
what the thing is with all of those three terms that we can kind of group together and see that they, you know, play within one another. But people don't understand that everyone's going to have something different. And you think that when I email someone, they should respond right back. Well, the person that you're writing doesn't feel that way. And they feel like... The person I'll you're writing g- might be on the toilet. The yeah, person you're writing or might whatever. be at dinner or lunch. Or- yeah, or I just, I give myself some time. I only look at my emails from five to six every night. Or, you know, it's just everyone is different. And I, you're right, the now, now, now it plays into everything. Plays into an, dating. It's an unreasonable expectation. Ooh. So yes. why are you beating I'm up sorry. on the equipment? <laughs> so if Probably you don't that. have an expectation that someone responds immediately unless you put urgent or call mm-hmm. them, hey, I need this, get this to me as soon as possible. Yes, that's like with dating. You text someone and they don't respond right back to you. What do you do? Is that the end of the world? Do you get pissed off at them? Or you just let it be and they respond to you when the time is right? That's why I have all my read receipts on. People know when I've read their I know. messages. And then you don't <laughs> respond. I think I pissed you off the other night. And I like sent you a heart gif because I was like, I love you, Stephen. <laughs> don't be pissed off at me. You didn't piss me off. I think you used a word that has negative connotations for me based on past experience. And that's what I said. Because that's, I pointed that the, out. And the word was aggressive. I Yes. I've I been called aggressive out. when I'm passionate. And... But see, that's and the animated. Thing. When you're animated, people think you're being aggressive, and but it's that's like, a that's a positive thing. Aggression to me is a physical act. It's not a, it's not a verbal act. No, I mean that's. I I don't believe it's only physical. I would agree. It's. I think when I think of aggression, I think of snarling and you know if if I'm going right. verbally, it's yes. snarling and yelling and you're in somebody's face and you're. But being animated and passionate and happy, like I like I'm using my hands just now. Yeah. That to some people who are insecure is aggression. And yeah. I mean I can give the example, I think I mentioned this to you. When I was on the soccer board for the breakers, yeah, there was one lady who's very elevated in a, a local well known institution. Yeah. And apparently she was very intimidated by me because I was knowledgeable and aggressive. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm not aggressive. I know more than you do about soccer. In fact, Mm -hmm. I forgot more about soccer than you'll ever know. It doesn't mean that I'm aggressive. It means I'm passionate. And it means that I'm going to assert, being assertive, I'm going to assert my knowledge and insight Mm -hmm. into this conversation and then use my influence to show other people by giving them the perspective that they they lacked. As opposed to you making the decisions based on your insecurities and your little um, microchasm of knowledge. Mm -hmm. So... It was it was just a bad situation, and I got the hell out of it eventually. Like that's why yeah. the surf club exists. But yeah. she she pissed me off by calling me aggressive. I know, and that stuck with you because yeah. then you got it's, pissed off when I said aggressive. It's a trigger word, I guess. It is, and that's okay. Everyone has things like that, but I didn't use it in a negative way because obviously I know you very well. You're yeah. not an aggressive person. And I think you said something about aggressively hitting on women or something. Yeah, I was. Well, I don't remember what we were talking about, but I was just like, well, we were joking, and then. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, well, I'll believe it if you ever like aggressively hitting on women when we're I don't remember when yeah. we're like walking down the street. And I was but like, aggressively hitting on women. <laughs> what? Like And I wasn't even saying it about you. I was like, if this happens, then I know. Yep. So, we've gotten off topic. We're that's 45 okay. minutes in. That's probably enough to talk about standards and expectations, but you heard both of our views. 
the the request from you guys it's mm-hmm. not an expectation the request of you guys <laughs> is that you interact on social media let us know what you think send emails text messages all the stuff you usually do experiences and maybe, maybe mm-hmm. we'll revisit this and i'll talk about some of the feedback that we got on this um anything you want to say before we go emma thank you for having me i appreciate this it's nice to be a guest on something that i've actually followed all this time so yeah you haven't a, listened for a while, I don't think. No, it's been a while. Yeah. But no, I... You, you kind of come in and out. Yeah. I listened to the last time you and Ben were on here. And then I have not listened really? to you. Really? You listened to the last Ben episode? Uh-huh. And then, but I haven't heard just you. So <laughs> I hear <laughs> enough st- of you. <laughs> I'm, st- I'm still finding my way with that. It's hard. It's I had to, I found um, I have to structure it much more. And I don't like structure like you. So I, I've formulated in my head what yeah. I want to talk about. Yeah. And sometimes when you sit down on your own and don't have the back and forward and things that jog your memory. Yeah. Because Ben and I used to find that we both were going to talk about the same thing, but just came at it from different angles often. Mm -hmm. And a conversation with yourself for 20 or 30 minutes is tough. So you have to structure it and really think about, okay, here are the offshoots of that. Here are the offshoots of that. But I think I've always, from I think the first episode I said, I don't ever want to feel like I'm reading the people yeah. or regurgitating shit. And I don't want to feel like it's um, it's not interactive or yeah. like I'm just preaching. Yeah. So when I feel preachy, I'm like, ugh, I well, want to go for a shower. Have me on again. Maybe. I'll talk to you about a few things. We'll see. <laughs> I am planning on guest hosts pretty regularly, so find, find more interesting topics. I got you. (laughs) All right. Thank you guys for listening. Rate, review, share, interact. Please um, tell someone about it. If you think it's garbage, turn it off. And until the next time, be good to yourselves and to each other.